Welcome to A Meaningful Marketplace. I'm Sarah Massoni from Oregon State University's Food Innovation Center, where I've helped countless dreamers launch their new food products. It's the science of taking a food delight from the kitchen to mass manufacturing and still keeping its great taste. That's what I do. I've been called the woman with the million-dollar palate, although I haven't tried to cash that check yet. Listen in weekly for real-life stories. I'm Sarah Marshall, owner of Marshall's Hot Sauce and author of Preservation Pantry, modern canning from root to top and stem to core. I love inspiring business owners to get started on their journeys, encouraging folks to be part of their local community, and I'm excited to help business owners tell their stories. Join us as we explore the journeys of women entrepreneurs in the food and beverage industry. Hello and welcome to Missoni and Marshall in the Meaningful Marketplace. We are here weekly to discuss the journeys of female food entrepreneurs. We are glad that you joined us today as we bring you stories of hope and inspiration. This is Sarah Marshall, owner of Marshall's Hot Sauce. And Sarah Missoni of Oregon State University's Food Innovation Center. Hi, Sarah Missoni. We are coming back from Las Vegas. Las Vegas. We can't wait to go back. I know it's so fun. What a fun place! I don't it's know that I there. thought that I would ever um, be a Vegas gal, but I totally am. I dig it. I have You're fun. A Vegas gal. <laughs> is that our third year of going there? I think it is. This is our third. You know year. what? I was hearing around the show that people are like, you know what? We kind of like Vegas now. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah, I was gonna say maybe yeah. it's our fourth, but no, it's it's our third. Yes, yeah, that was yes. our third time. I I, I just think it's so much fun. I love all the food. I love that mm. there's just always something to do. You can I stay think, up all night. You're you a can, night owl. Yeah, I'm a night owl. I love to be <laughs> up all night. I can get like coffee and snacks at midnight. I like that kind of thing. Yeah, and you can also <laughs> find a quiet place in Las Vegas too. You, you can want. find a quiet place. Yeah, this year um we stayed at the Cosmo, the at the Cosmopolitan. Um I love that hotel. There's all these secret bars and secret, secret. pizza places mm. and it's just so fun. So I had a um a really nice time staying there. I was very into it. Um, I just stayed at the Marriott across the street, but I did go to the Westgate, which is where Elvis used to hang out. And there is Elvis's door with like a secret code, but I didn't have a chance to see if you could actually go in there. It's like his mm. dressing room. Research for next time. We'll look it Mm -hmm. up. (laughs) Yeah. The Northwest and Rocky Mountain Regional Food Business Center is the proud sponsor of the Meaningful Marketplace podcast. Giving a voice to food from across the six-state region of Colorado, Idaho, Montana, Oregon, Washington, and Wyoming. The Food Business Center supports Northwest and Rocky Mountain food industry makers as part of the USDA's National Network of Food Business Centers. Supporting a more resilient, diverse, and competitive food system as a go-to source for small and mid-tier food and farm businesses with a focus on underserved communities. Providing education in the form of technical knowledge, business programs, and industry news. We sponsor trade shows, meetups, and conferences to connect growers, producers, retailers, distributors, and processors, all to stimulate business and raise the standards of our storied food industry. Join us as we travel through the six-state region, learning more about food makers, food hubs, and food systems. Visit the website at Northwest Rocky Mountain Regional Food Businesses.com to get connected. Well, we have a little bit of um, food news to announce right off the top, so... 
we had talked about the Portland Mercado and how to donate to them. They had a yes. fire, devastating fire. Um, but I did want to let people know that they are open. The carts are open outside. That is so great. It's so great. The health department approved for them all to open because no damage was on the outside to the carts. Mm. Um, but that does mean that they have been closed for quite some time. So they need our support. So everybody yeah. go eat at the Portland Mercado, Mercado if you can. Yeah, great foods. I think there's like eight different food carts right there with yeah. that covered sheltered area and picnic tables and, and some the, parking and i have eaten at probably every single one unless there's a really i think i have one. too they're all so good and it's Those such a wonderful place i love pepusas mm. yeah it's so good so everybody go out and support them please they just opened up i think today so get on out there and support them and then um our next food news is about the james beard semi-finalists oh, so they many. were announced there are so many there. I mean, of course, we love all of the restaurants. I was just going to give a shout out to some of our Portland buddies um, who were mm. nominated as semi-finalists from Portland. So Sarah Minnick of Lovelies, mm-hmm. uh, Earl from Langbon, um, Han Oak, OK Omens, Jinju Patisserie, uh, our friend Gregory from Khan, Peter from Javiel, and Ryan from Notoguro. Um, we wish you all the luck because Good these are luck. just the go, semifinals. Go, go. I know, but I'm so <laughs> proud of our city and of Portland. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of nominations to have and a lot of really yeah. wonderful businesses. Um, get out there and support them if you can. Um, mm-hmm. Give them some love and be fancy. Yes, so fancy and fun. So um, one of the things that I wanted to talk about was that because they were a James Beard semifinalist as well but in las vegas so whenever sarah and i go to vegas we pick one night to go out to dinner together she um, picks it out i follow along <laughs> sarah let's, let's be pick. honest i know but it's so <laughs> i have so much fun picking though because yeah, how yeah. i how i pick dinner. a restaurant to go with you is not on like who has the best reviews or what's going to be the fanciest or whatever I always just look for best food in Las Vegas, tasting menu, gluten free. Yeah. Yeah. So that gluten free key piece is what gets Mm -hmm. Sarah and I there together. Yeah. And so we went to um, Anima by Edo, and it was a little bit outside of the city. And then the very next day, (gasps) what happened? They were awarded some uh, as a semifinalist for. Guess what? We even got to visit with one of the owner chef guys, which I don't recall his name. Did you? Do you have his card handy? He gave us his card. Yeah, we. He was one of the co-owners, but um, the the chef is Oscar. Amador Ido, he was he was nominated um, for an outstanding chef award. So we wish him the best of luck. We had the best meal there. Oh my gosh, I still am thinking of the Campachi under the smoky glass dome. (laughs) Yeah, that was so great. That was so fun. We kept reliving it every time someone around us would get the same food. We would go. Oh, that was so good. <laughs> Just give it a big whiff and the, the smoke comes meandering over our table. It was just so good. Yeah, that was definitely my favorite bite of that dinner. Was It was um, mine too. I could have yeah. ate like, we got what, three of them? I could have ate nine and that could have yeah. been a whole dinner. Yeah, and that was part of the tasting menu. I think you can also order it off the menu, but that was the smoked tamachi and they serve it to you. Um, 
it with a little dome over it and then they open it up and the smoke comes out and you can see on sarah's instagram she made a video of our meal oh um, that's right and they it, had a really cool sommelier and a guy from italy it was very full of hand gestures that i yeah enjoyed. so fun all the staff were so nice and wonderful and you can find them on instagram too um the it's anima by edo edo so you can find them and check them out and if you're ever yeah. in vegas Go oh, out yeah. there. It's worth it. It's a little bit of a um, drive outside of like if you're staying on the strip, but um, don't let I, them take you on the freeway. Go on the streets. It's faster. Go on the side streets. It's, like, it's so worth it and so fun. And Sarah, I'm always um, glad to share a meal with you on our trips. It's so fun. Mm-hmm. That was good. Very memorable. Yes. So let's talk about the show. So we were there for the fancy food show. Yes, we were. And, um, where do you want to start? You want to start with top picks or just something special? I mean, I actually looked up the um, top items for day one, two, and three from the show that they published. Okay. So I kind of want to go over those, but I also want to talk a little bit about our participants that attended with us. We had 21 companies that came. Um, and I think... What we should do is see if in our show notes, we can list those all out so everyone can go check them out online. Yeah, for sure. Um, That would be cool. But I wanted to just make a comment about how I sort of pick my favorite. It's not just about the food. It's about the experience. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I was thinking about as we were contemplating our show today was what really is the main thing that draws me in. And I think it's generosity. Mm-hmm. I think generosity is really important when, when you're on the show floor and you're giving out samples and meeting with new buyers or customers. And <clears throat> there were so many companies there from Japan. They're so generous and kind. Yeah. And there was one company that made these really good crunchy uh, rice snacks called Bika. And they actually gave, took a bag and they put a full package of every single kind of cracker in the bag and handed it to me. <laughs> and I'm not even a buyer, but they yeah. were just so excited because mm-hmm. we tried the crackers and they were so good. And they have, you know, butter, buttery ones and um, savory ones. And But the one that was most interesting was actually the black bean which had um, black beans inside of the cracker. And it was had extra protein because of that. And it was super crunchy and very savory. I think that might've been my favorite product. Your favorite product. Yeah, I remember that table and they were all so, so nice and lovely and let us try everything. And, um, you know, the I love seeing all, you know, the Japan section is always Dirk's favorite. So he spends the most time there because he loves yeah. the candy and the snacks and all of the stuff. And um, they sent him home with many things. And and the thing about that is that we shop at all the Japanese grocery stores that are here in town. Um, yeah. And so if we connect to the products, we will be continued customers. So I think that's just something good to keep in mind for um people that have booths is that you never really know who you're 
you're interacting with, but I think it's always an opportunity to just connect with people in general. So maybe they're not going to buy your product, but I don't always think that those food shows, I'm not really going there to get new accounts often. I'm going there to interact with people and let them know who I am, let them know what Mm -hmm. I'm about, connect with them, talk to them, tell them how to cook with my product. Um, You know, I'm not really trying to sell to big stores or accounts. Um, So I just think it's always good to just chat with everybody. Like sometimes that's how we've had people write about us in, mm-hmm. um, you know, magazines and blogs and find us on Instagram and then recommend us. Like, just remember that every person just have fun with them, have a good time um, rather than thinking of it as trying to sell something to someone. Yeah. And I went back to the Japan pavilion to see if I could find this special sauce that I tried at the summer show. And it's called um, Agago. Mm-hmm. And it's a fragrant egg dipping soy sauce infused with black truffle and porcini mushrooms. And I explained to the people that it was one of my favorite things that I had tasted at the summer show. And they got so excited. They gave me a bottle of it. Oh, it's like, so nice. it's like liquid gold. It's so yeah. yummy. I think last year or last summer when we were talking about the show, I was talking about how there's so many different types of soy sauce. Mm-hmm. And this one has the white soy sauce in it. And it's just amazing. Yeah, it's so special. What what was the um, company name and the sauce called that they gave you? The sauce or the company is I-G-A-G-O-E. I think it's Agogi. And that's their company. It's since 1873. And the sauce is called soy sauce for raw egg on rice using black truffles and porcini mushrooms. I think that's the name of the sauce. It's basically a description of how you use it. Yeah, that's awesome. That's yeah. so fun. I'm glad you found them again because you were talking about it. And last year. on top of that, they emailed me. They followed up and emailed me and told me that they loved seeing me at the show and that if I want to buy any of their sauce to just, you know, get in touch. That's so nice. Yeah. I love that. That was great. Yeah. I think that, um, you know, when I am walking around, I am definitely looking for things that are fun and interactive. So right off the bat, I found my favorite booth. Um, and I took you back there later because I didn't want you to miss, miss out on it. It was the the kimchi. kimchi. Yeah. So, um, there's a company called Mama O's premium kimchi. They're out of Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I have had their products before they make this, um, ghost chili, uh, kimchi paste that is Mm. spicy and good. And I just added into soups and different things that I'm making, but you can use it to make your own kimchi at home as well, which starter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like, um, a starter for when you're making kimchi. So they sell those, they sell those pastes, they sell hot sauce, they sell um, kimchi in bags now. And their booth was so fun because as soon as I walked by, they had these bowls and they were like, do you want to make your own kimchi? So Mm. of course I said, yes. So they let me, they they let me make (laughs) my own kimchi with um their wonderful staff their lovely staff and um (laughs) it was very very fun i had such a nice time and what i want people to take away from this as a 
business owner or a person that has a booth yeah. is that um, I already knew about their product, but I feel like I'll be forever connected to it because they, yeah. um, I got to do something fun. So they had like um, salted the, all the um, cabbage the night the before. Cabbage. And then you, they give you gloves. They have these clean stainless steel bowls. Yep. And they just put a handful of cabbage in, put a scoop in. They had printed bags mm-hmm. that were their bags. Um, and then they just used, you mix it up, you scoop it in, and then they seal the bag for you. And I just think it was such a simple way to be connected with all of the people that come through. And yeah. then they take a picture of you, and then they post yeah. you on their Instagram. Yeah. Um, so I cool. really feel like I've been to so many of these food shows now with you. That was the first time that I had done something interactive where um, it was, like, exciting. And I felt like the people really wanted me to do it, and they wanted mm-hmm. me to be there. And when we talked to the owner about it, he said that, you know, sometimes at these shows, people just sort of taste and they walk by and he really wanted a way for people to remember um, them and remember the experience and remember the booth. And I think it was just so perfectly and simply executed. Um, So I just wanted to give them a round of applause. I think they did a great job. That was super special. I liked it too. And that was fun that you brought me over there and they remembered you. Yeah, I didn't. Well, I think I might have been like the first person of the day to do it. I think sometimes people just say no because they think that somebody's trying to like sell them something or get their information and people get kind of closed off at these shows a little bit. And I I mean, I get it, but I'm kind of like, yeah, do whatever, you know. (laughs) So so I really just like went right up there. And then after I did, a lot of other people came around. Like, I think sometimes people just don't understand like, oh, is this, you know what am I going to be doing? Is it weird? (laughs) It's so fun. It was perfect. So another product that was kind of interesting that was at the show, which I've never seen was actually frozen red grapes that were dipped in chocolate and then sprinkled with different sorts of crunchy bits. And the company's called Lolly's frozen grapes and people were going crazy for it. I actually didn't try it, but I was watching them. I didn't um, see that. I don't think. I I thought I saw a stand with um, just regular grapes, but maybe they were frozen. Yeah, they were frozen in like an ice cream cup. And it was over in the diversity pavilion. I spent a lot of time over there. Yeah, it was good. Cool. One of the other things that I found that I thought was really cool and unusual because a lot of countries don't deviate from what their normal food is, was actually a stuffed grape leaf um, with jalapenos in it. And the company is Athena, which is a traditional old Greek company that has stuffed um, grape leaves but they actually went out on a limb and they added jalapeno, which is super unusual for a Greek or any traditional um, company to do. You know, yeah. fancy food show, especially Food Association, is single-handedly responsible for bringing a lot of foods to the U.S. that weren't always available. Like if you were to think about olives and all the other sort of Mediterranean foods that we take for granted, those actually came over to us through people that were members of the Specialty Food Association. 
Yeah, you know what I noticed that was really fun was that um so after the show we went to um Italy, which is a big food focused um sort of like dining hall, like there's restaurants in there and but it's all Italian food. Um yeah, there's a few of them around. Too. There's one yeah. in New York that was the first one, but they opened one in Vegas a, a couple of years ago. So um Dirk and I went there afterwards. Mm. I like to go there because they have really good wine because they have a lot Ooh. of really nice Italian wine, which casinos don't really have, yeah, you know? Yeah. So um so we always go there. But what I realized from hanging out in there is that that's where all of the Italians go that are there for the food show. So um oh. You know, all of the food inside of Italy is coming from yeah. from Italy. And yeah. so um, it's probably a big customer for all of the different vendors. So when you go to the Italian section of the food show, you know, they're sampling all this beautiful cheese mm, and and ham just everything so oh delicious gosh, and wonderful yeah and so um so it was oh, fun no. to then see everybody after the show and everyone's speaking Italian I mean I really felt like while I was sitting there at the counter having my glass of wine I really felt like I was in Italy because everybody's <laughs> just like speaking Italian and trying all these things and someone was coming around for us to try their like wine and cheese like after the show and so it was Remember very in, fun. in New York they had a cart with different olives in yes Italy. if yeah. people don't know about Italy it's spelled e-a-t-a-l-y instead of i-t-a-l-y yeah, yeah. Yeah, very fun. So that was really nice um, to see. And then one of my favorite bites actually was from an Italian vendor. And um, they are called, I'm probably going to say it really wrong. <laughs> okay, give it a shot. But they're called Bertoncello Gnocchi. Mm. So it's B-E-R-T-O-N-C-E-L-L-O Gnocchi. Oh, they do have a website. Right. It's mostly in Italian, but I think you can find a lot of their products um their products here so they make nice. the most beautiful gnocchi they're in like the fresh pasta section of supermarkets mm -hmm. we met the woman who does dis distribution for the united states and um their their gnocchis were not only beautiful because they were really like yeah. some were they orange like, green mm -hmm. purple they would use like beets basil pumpkin you know um mm -hmm. and then they had them to sample and they were of mm -hmm. course very giving with the samples and they were the most pillowy, like just soft, but then they, you know, they, I tried one that was, that had cheese in the middle and it was just like the best like Italian cheese. So if you can find their products, I really recommend it. it they were so nice. And, um, and they were so nice at the booth. They were working so hard. I felt bad. It was like two people just making gnocchi for the masses, you know? So it's day like, after <laughs> they day were, after yeah, they day. were beat, but they did such a yeah. good job. They were still very friendly. So that was really nice. So that was that was probably my favorite nice. bite at the show because I was just like so surprised by mm. um, the texture and the and the quality. It was really wonderful. We're so, gonna take a quick break, oh, break time. and we'll come back and talk about more of our fave stuff. Oregon State University's College of Agricultural Sciences and the Food Innovation Center are proud sponsors of Meaningful Marketplace. With a mission to serve all Oregonians, we are committed to giving voice to those whose food and agricultural stories are not always heard. By providing access and opportunity for a more diverse and just food system, because food brings people together. Okay, so one of the products in the Regional Food Business Center area, which was in a new, new Now Next, which was part of Incubator Village, was called High Country Fungus Magic Mocha, Magic Chai, 
and Magic Cocoa. And they're uh, functional mushroom instant beverage mixes. They actually made it onto the scene on day one at the fancy food show. And those mushrooms, a lot of them are actually picked up in the high regions of Montana and Colorado. So it was really exciting to see them there. I did actually drink um, some of the product. It was so tasty. And of course, I had to give some feedback and say, why don't you blend these two? He's like, oh, okay. (laughs) So it was fun to have him there and um, have him get some press. That's so cool. Yeah, I um, loved seeing the gigantic section of people that you had in your zone. Um, It was so great. So Mm. just combining all of the different regions and then having all the small businesses in one center, it was was probably my favorite part to walk through just because um, when there is just one person instead of a big booth, I think it's really easy to interact with them and get to know them. And so I really enjoyed my time in that section um, and enjoyed chatting with people and taking pictures with people and trying their product. It was really fun. Yeah. One of the ladies in the um, OSU in Innovation Center booth area, Lauren Lee of Mirth Soups from Waco, Texas. She came up to me and she goes, oh, Better Homes and Gardens came up to me and asked if I would let them have samples of my soup for a magazine article. She was so excited. That's so cool. I love that. Yeah, I love when so things exciting. like that happen there. That's so fun. That was super cool. Um, I did... Oh, well, I was going to say something about you, Sarah, that I was excited for. Oh. And that was that um, when I arrived, I was looking for you and I was texting you. And I was like, that's weird. She didn't text me back. And then I just like heard this voice like as I was walking around. (laughs) I was like, that is definitely Sarah. But it sounds like she's like on stage. And so (laughs) you found me on stage. I saw you out. I found you on stage and I watched you um, do your presentation. And it was very cool Uh because I didn't even know you were doing that. You know, I was just like, yeah, see you at the food show. Actually, I roped Ashley Colpart in there. She's the CEO of um, the Food Corridor. She's working on the theme team that I'm on for the Regional Food Business Center. And I said, Ashley, we you need you and I need to sit together and talk about what we see happening in shared use kitchens and what are some of the trends that we're noticing um, in the work that we do. And so we sat up front and talked to people about what we've seen. And then I we were doing Q and A, and I decided I'm just going to go out in the crowd and ask people what they're working on. I think I talked to almost every single person person that was there let them talk about what they're doing which was really cool yeah well I think you did a great job because I think I think it is nice to involve the people that are listening and watching because we found a lot Dirk and I were standing there you know and when you people would introduce what they were doing and talk about it I'd be like oh Dirk go get her information or whatever because there was a you know there's all these people that were doing cool stuff and I'm like we should either have them on the show or just find them on Instagram or get to know them you know so it was where I wouldn't have known who was standing there otherwise you know but you had them kind of talk about what they did so it was really nice and it was fun to see like 40 people there yeah see you interact with everybody and then the other thing that I saw was your face 
jumbotron when you first walk in so i didn't get to see it but uh somebody sent me a picture of that that's pretty amazing yeah these convention centers you know have these um in in vegas of course because everything's so flashy yeah it's like the biggest screen you could ever imagine like bigger than a movie screen it's so big and then there's sarah's face like hi hi sarah So I just wanted to say, so proud of you. You did such a good job on your talk and, um, you know, you're being represented and people are, um, you know, excited that you're there. It's fun to walk around with Sarah because everybody wants to talk to her. Nobody really wants to talk to me and that's fine, (laughs) but they all want to like pick her brain and ask her for advice. But it was, it's, it's always fun to walk around with you and see how much people want to talk to you about what they're doing and how you can help them. I mean, I walk around the show and every aisle, there's somebody I know and they want to give me a hug. So, yeah, so I feel true. really luckily lucky I didn't get any COVID or anything like I was getting <laughs> hundreds of hugs. You're going to be the super spreader. <laughs> I know. Maybe I am. And I'm just not, I'm not sick, but I'm spreading it around. Who knows? I hope not. What were some of your other favorites, Sarah? Um... Let's see. Well, I had a favorite booth that I really liked. Um, They were called Chef Bombay. Mm. And they had a really, they had a nice product. They sell like kind of frozen um, meals and then like um, appetizer things. And the reason I loved their booth is that it was really classy for one. Mm -hmm. It looked really good. They brought their own lights. They had this like wallpaper background with with their logo mm. um and then their products set in up in front but why i really wanted to talk about it is that you know as i'm walking around i want to take pictures of the things that i eat and like and and just post it on instagram so people can find them people that are not at the show you know mm-hmm. it's at some of those booths it's so hard to take a picture of your product of the products that look nice because everybody has all their junk piled around behind it (laughs) like their bags their coats their gigantic drink bottles like so much stuff it's so hard to take a photo that looks really nice of someone's product so my suggestion is that um you know, to make sure, even if you just like, I mean, let's say it's me if, as a hot sauce maker, I, yeah. even if I just have one bottle of hot sauce on some kind of pedestal with a nice light and a nice background that represents my product so that people can walk by, take a picture yeah, me in it. That's a good idea. And that, and they had this, they had this beautiful um, setup so that the products were in the front. Mm, there was absolutely suggestion. nothing behind. And then they were sampling over on the side. Mm-hmm. And I and when I looked at it, I was like, that is so smart. Puts your and product on a pedestal makes it, it real special. It, yeah. And then and then, you know, people realize like y- you know, it just makes it look good. And then they can tell other people about it without your, you know, giant Starbucks. Yeah. yeah that's I to say like be classy when you're in the booth. Don't have snacks and all that stuff around. Like yeah. If you're taking a break, take it outside of your booth. I wanted to also talk about Toto Verde because she won the fancy face-off pitch competition. Mm -hmm. Um, That was happening, I think, on Monday evening. And the gal's name is Jocelyn Ramirez, and she makes uh, 
seasoning packets. She says they're a hundred times better than anything you can find. And it's for tinga, carnitas, and El Pastor for plant-based cooking with the, you know, the Latinx um, foods. And she also has a cookbook. Oh, fun. So I went on her website. If you buy the sample pack, you get a copy of her cookbook. And she won $10,000. Whoa, awesome. That she can use to do something inside of her business, which is pretty cool. That's that so fun. cool. Yeah. Um, so there, I have a couple. That, did you see that guy with the mohawk, Al Mancini? He had like a red mohawk Mm-mm. and a shaved head. He's like a he's like a culinary podcast guy in Las Vegas. And, and he was there he, at the show. Yeah, he was walking the floor and he was one of the he was the host for the the fancy face off oh, pitch fun. competition. Uh yeah. I I had a couple of products I really liked that I didn't know of before. One of them was in your section. It was a uh, Mirth Soup. Yep, she's the one who had the better homes and gardens. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love that. I love the new. um the tomato tarragon soup. I thought mm, that, that was, was good. So mm-hmm. good and so fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I also had not tried before um the pastries that were right next to you, Lindsay. Oh, Lindsay got she's from Hood River. She has gateau. Gateau. She's yeah. like a trained chef from like one of the culinary institutes. And she's doing um, sort of like frozen, ready-to-bake deliciousness. So there's like a lemon cake, a chocolate cake. I think she's going to be doing croissants and things like that as well. But very fancy. Yeah, those were really fun. And then um, Dirk and I, of course, went around and tried all of the spicy things and all of the hot sauces. A lot of them we have, and and really it's just a way for us to go around and say hi to all of our hot sauce friends. Yeah. Um, and so we definitely so. did that. There, there One was of a our guests, was it Hitch? Is that what yeah, they yeah, there. yeah. They were there. They were over in the... Um, Wasada. Like, yeah, important section. Yeah. We went and chatted with them. We um, Dirk hadn't tried some of Secret Aardvark's new sauces, so mm. he went and did that. They were there with a giant Aardvark. Um, yeah, I saw the big blue Aardvark bl- costume. Yeah, plushy. That was good. Puffy. Yeah, it was cute. That was mm-hmm. their debut of that. And then um, I hadn't met um, Tony from Papa Tony's Hot Sauce. Yeah, Papa Tony's was there. He transplanted from new orleans to seattle he had his mom there yeah yeah. he had his mom which was so cute i got i took a picture with him and his mom and tried all the sauces and we hadn't um really met before in real life so i and i definitely hadn't tried his sauces so it was fun to try them he had like fashioned a sauce belt which was yes. a belt that could hold all of his sauce bottles <laughs> so when he wanted to sample he could just like pull it out of his sauce holster yeah, it was very so cute cool. and fun. Mm-hmm. I mm. think that those were my top hits. Oh, I did have to, I did try one thing that I um, hadn't heard of before or tried, and it was um, called Prime Roots, and they were um, plant-based deli meats that are made out of oh, koji. Yeah, I've had those too. Koji spores. I thought it was really cool, and what I really liked about their booth is that they had it set up like a deli. Mm. 
Um, and then they had all the deli meats in the case, but of course they're vegetarian deli meats. Um, mm-hmm. so I did really like their, their setup of their booth and, and that, um, you know, it was fun to try their products. I'm not going to lie. I really did like this one candy booth that you took me to and they had this candy called Puchow and it was, um, like a chewy candy with, um, boba inside the candy of different flavors yum it was so good i couldn't i could only eat a couple i'm I'm trying not to eat sugar but and they actually (laughs) did make candy with yogurt cultures in it so i don't know if that makes it better for you or not but i thought it was kind of thoughtful like adding some of those probiotics to your candy seems like, I mean, why not? Well, I don't think we're, I think we're not supposed to make candy healthy. There's some kind of weird rule about you. thou shalt not make candy healthy. <laughs> not allowed. <laughs> not allowed. I think rules are made to be broken anyway. I, yes, you do. I, I know you believe that. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I think those were my top picks. I talked about all it was a great show. Everybody yeah. had great feedback from the show. I don't think there was one person in our booth area that had a bad show. Everybody had a great show. Yeah. I think it's such a fun time. I think um you know, I definitely recommend people go do could do the shows and interact with each other and meet people. I mean, I love it just to connect with the other business owners um, and find guests for the show. I have a whole list of people to send to Chelsea to book. And um, I'm just very excited and love spending time there in Vegas for the food show. Yeah, me too. All right, Sarah, are we wrapping it? We done? Is that everything we wanted to talk about? Okay. So, Well, cool. I had a great time in Vegas with you and hopefully we Mm -hmm. do it again next year. Of course. We record Missoni and Marshall live every week. You can find us on your favorite podcast platform like iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you to our audio engineer, Alon, and our production assistant, Chelsea. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, send us a DM on our Instagram at Missoni and Marshall. And we'll be back next week, everybody. Thanks for joining. Bye. Bye for now. You're listening to the Startup Radio Network. Listen. Learn. Launch. 10% of our gross revenue goes directly to women entrepreneurs in developing countries around the world through Kiva's microfinance program.